expert, author and life coach. And I'm so excited to have Lisa Ranken from Florida with me. Lisa Ranken is a globally sought after media brand strategist, speaker, product consultant and marketing expert who has mentored hundreds on their entrepreneurial journey. She's an award-winning television producer and creator of the Innovators Think Tank. She's the executive vice president as seen on TV.pro and Shark Discoveries, specializing in TV and digital media campaigns with Kevin Harrington, the original shark from Shark Tank. Lisa also partnered with Ashley Black and Corey Minkus to co-author the upcoming book, Be From Passion and Purpose to Product and Prosperity. So welcome, dear Lisa. I'm so glad to have you today. Uh, Esther, it is such a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. I'm very honored. <laughs> so let's jump right into your story. What has been the turning moments in your life, Lisa? I have had many turning points in my life. I feel like I've lived many lives in, in one lifetime. And I would say that the first turning point was when I was 13 years old. I am the textbook child of an alcoholic. My dad was a very successful restaurateur, but he was also a raging and abusive alcoholic. And my mother finally drummed up the courage at, when I was 13 to leave and go back to New York City. And so from that moment on, I started to learn how to live without fear on the daily. And so that was major for me. And then the second turning point in my life was in my third year of law school. I had had a calling to want to protect women after my childhood experiences. And I envisioned myself in politics here in the United States and being an advocate for women who felt like they didn't have a voice. And then, of course, as I progressed in law school, I realized all of the inequalities in the justice system. And it was a very hard pill for me to swallow. And so I did a major pivot. And I pivoted where I followed my passion, which was to be able to tell stories through visuals and video and to get those messages out to the world. So that was another major turning point. And then I would say the last 18 months of my life have been another turning point. I am, as you mentioned, co-authoring a book with Ashley Black and Corey Minkus, two amazing female entrepreneurs who I love and admire. And we are writing our book, B, From Passion and Purpose to Product and Prosperity. It is written by women for women, and it is basically a hybrid, you know, self-transformation, meet your entrepreneurial spirit and find, find your fulfilling life. Sounds great, your book. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Let's go back a little bit from 13 to your book and your career and being a voice for other women. There have been a lot of self-development. How did it come? Can you speak a little bit about that? So I would say that when you come from a dysfunctional family life, as many of us have, you know, there are a lot of limiting beliefs that are placed on us, a lot of criticisms that were given. You know, I think that's a way for the parent to, to control 
uh, their children. And unfortunately, it's it's damaging, right? Because a lot of those limiting beliefs come from when we're in the womb to eight years old. And even though we, we get on with life, or at least we think we do, a lot of it's still part of that program. And so I think that taking time to self-excavate, to really go deep within and to learn my blocks because I had the disease to please. I was the typical overachiever. I wanted to prove that I was worthy, that I was enough, that all of those things that had been said to me as a child were untrue. And so I went to the other extreme. And I think that, you know, like Buddha says, you must find the middle road. It's true. And you swing the pendulum far to, to the left or far to the right, you don't serve yourself well. So I took the time to learn biofeedback and neurolinguistic program and hypnotherapy and get certified in, in all those different methodologies. And in doing so, it helped me to, to unblock and to shed a lot of those limiting beliefs. And that was intricately important for me so that I wouldn't self-sabotage and that I could draw healthy boundaries in my life and to realize I am enough. I am worthy, like everybody else that walks the planet, we are worthy. Mm. Oh, so beautiful. Which have been your most limiting beliefs? I would say that it was thinking that I wasn't enough, thinking that I always had to continue to do more to prove myself. And again, that came from those childhood beliefs. And until I took time to learn how to reframe, how to reposition that, and to realize who I was, independent of those thoughts that had been you know, imprinted upon me, once I realized those things, then I was able to, again, make that shift in my life. And it was a healthier shift to have exp an expanded mindset, an abundance mindset. And, I, and that's very liberating. That's freedom at its best. And that's what I long to do for women today, because we all have so many special gifts. We're uniquely individuals, right? That bring these talents to the table. And some people don't even realize that they have them, not yet. But the hope is that everybody will take the time out to do that mindful work so that they can appreciate who they are. And once they do that, endless possibilities, the torture promises then lit and you can live on your passion and your purpose and really feel like you're living a, a purpose-driven life. Yes, beautiful. It has been a big transformation you did. If someone from our audience is now at the really starting point, what would you recommend, Lisa? Where would this person start? So that's interesting because with our book that starts off with passion and purpose, a lot of our women in, you know, we do a, a Facebook Live as part of our book every Sunday night here in the U.S. and, and globally, if anybody wants to tune in, um, to try to teach different methodologies of being able to find your passion and purpose, how to be able to get a grip on that, what we call that bitchy critical voice that self-sabotages, right? And a lot of our women have been honest and raw and vulnerable and said, I don't even know what my passion and purpose is. So what we suggest and what I suggest personally is A, start to look at the things, you know, ask yourself some deep abiding questions. Like, what did you want to do as a child? 
what were your dreams? What are you good at now? What do you really enjoy? What lights your heart? Starting to go deep and, and doing journaling about that can be a catharsis. It can bring you awareness as to where your talents may lie. Um, what do other people see in you? Sometimes you don't see things in yourself that other people may see. They might see you have a, a generous giving heart or you're great with people or you're a great teacher. These are the things that you want to ask others as well that are close to you that you love and respect. So I say do a lot of mindful practices. I am a big believer in meditation. I like to go deep within myself. I like to get into the field of what I think is universal consciousness to be able to download the information that comes to me as part of the cosmic consciousness of one. I think that's very important. But taking time out going into nature, taking time to take care of yourself, to recharge your own batteries through self-care. And that means mind, body, soul, good nutrition, good physical workouts and the like. These are things that I think can help get you on path. And then as you're on path, it starts to unfold. It reveals itself. <laughs> New information comes to you. But that's a good starting point. Thank you, Lisa. Sounds great. When you go back, what has been your dream uh, as a girl? Do you remember? <laughs> sure, you remember. <laughs> I do. Um, there were two dreams. Uh, I wanted to be an actress. I, I loved being out on stage. So that's something that I enjoyed very much. And or um, as I got a little older, again, I thought that law and being in politics, but maybe that's part of the acting, right? Most of these politicians today are <laughs> actors at their best or at their worst. But um, lo and behold, at this point in my life, what I realized, I love storytelling. And so being in the world of visuals helps me be able to, to tell stories, whether it be a personal brand story or a product brand story, irregardless, it's all storytelling. It's emotionally connecting with your audience. At this stage, my real purpose and in my mind's eye is I really want to do retreats and you know have healthy types of, I'll call them masterminds for lack of a better word at the moment, but where it's for women and where they really learn self-transformation and then help and guide them through business if that's something that they're interested in pursuing. Today, there's over 400 million game-changing women out there as female entrepreneurs. And I just think when you get to take back your life and you get to control your own destiny without anybody doing that for you, that that is amazing and it's liberating and very empowering. Hmm. So if I can help in breakthroughs that way, that, I feel is my God-given purpose here for the rest of my days here on earth. Beautiful. Let's come to your book. You're, you're the co-author together with Corey and Ashley. What will it be? Can you summarize it a bit or what is your part in it? So we all have equal parts. We've taken our three voices and merged them into one. And we talk a lot about the divine feminine. And the divine feminine is compassion, it's collaboration, it's sensuality, it's nurturing, it's creativity, it's imagination. These are the attributes of the divine feminine energy that run through all of us, right? And we also have the divine masculine that runs through us too, whether that be courage and bravery and the like, and it's the balance of these two. 
And let's be honest, you know, we've lived in a patriarchal society for a very, very long time and under those constructs. And now women are, I believe, really a, a force to be reckoned with. I think we hold the keys to the universe. And it's time to unlock our full potential. We don't need to be a woman in a man's world. We just need to be a woman. And that means be true to ourselves. We don't have to act like a man. We don't have to go out there. You know, men are, are, are a bit more aggressive and competitive. I think that, you know, we've, we've learned how to try to fit into that mold. And we do ourselves and the world an injustice by doing that. So when we can bring all of our feminine qualities, our divine feminine attributes to the table in business, that that heart-centered work will make a tremendous difference personally and professionally, because really today they're both entwined, right? It becomes part of your life force and you wanna do that from a heart-centered place. So it's not the typical business book, although it's written to, to help to inspire women that are on the fence about maybe becoming a female entrepreneur in the product world and not knowing what the next step is. It's a roadmap, there's steps to guide them. But before we get into the business part, we get into the personal part. And that could be a little messy because not everybody wants to go within, right? They don't always want to uncover all those things because there might be a lot of emotional hurt and pain there. But we feel that unless you are willing to do that, you won't have the staying power when the challenges come in business. And they do. It's not easy. We don't pretend it's easy breezy. That's when you need persistence and perseverance and resilience and all of those beautiful adjectives to help fuel you during the hard times so that you don't throw in the towel. So we believe self-transformation first, that's the first part of the book. Then that meets your entrepreneurial spirit and the combination of two, we think is, is a, a winning formula for success. Mm, great. What has been the most important experience in book writing for you, Lisa? So I love to write and I write in journals all the time. And uh, it, I find that to be a catharsis for myself, my feelings, my emotions, my, my visions for the future. It's part of how I manifest as well. But in this collaboration, which is part of that divine feminine, now there are other, there are two other women and they have their own unique gifts that they bring to the table. And so it's about finding that balance between all of us so that we could give to our readers what we think is the best content to be able to, to lift them, all boats rise. So it's compromise, right? It's hearing other people, and, but it has been such a tremendous learning lesson for me because these two other women are so brilliant and I admire and respect them so much that I am learning from both of them. So, you know, um, I would say that Ashley and I bring a lot a lot more of the spiritual piece to the table because it's something that, that we truly embody. And Corey is so brilliant in business that she brings that business perspective on how to take a, a product from ideation to the market and then scale that business. And so it's trying to merge both so that it's not too heavy on the spiritual, not too heavy on the business, but a really beautiful interweaving of a golden thread that runs throughout. So we always, we always keep that heart-centeredness and mindfulness when we're approaching our business. That's the goal. Mm. And if you wrote your own 
book your own story, Lisa, after that book. It will come out next year, right? Yeah, well, it's on pre-sale now on Amazon. Um, so they, so if anybody's interested, please go to Amazon and other other fine bookstores online. It's being sold as well on pre-sale, um, and we're hoping that it'll launch in spring of 2022 in actual bookstores. But if I was to write my own book after B, it would be a lot more on a spiritual uh, level. It would be a, a book that reflects the importance of knowing our oneness with everything, with, with each other, with nature, and that, and having a respect for that, and not allowing divisive propaganda to infiltrate and to turn us against one another, but to realize we are part of the collective, the totality of humanity. And once we really do realize that, I believe that there will be an ascension level, a higher that we'll all be living a much more higher vibrational life. So that is what I am called to um, at this point, and that's what I would love to write about because I I feel it on a cellular level, and I'm just hoping that we can nudge everybody awake right now. This is an important time, you know. We're living during a pandemic, and. A lot of people are living in a, a great deal of fear. A lot of people have been so adversely impacted. And, you know, it's what, what do you do with all of that energy? How do you shift that into something more positive so that you can, again, you know, find, find peace and harmony and tranquility and most of all love in your life now so that it's a fulfilling life of joy. That's what everybody's looking for, right? We all want to have a life a purposeful life that's joyful mm. and so I think it's attainable it's not just words but there's work to be done mm. yeah. I'm looking forward to your book B and also for your personal story you. <laughs> um, about your spirituality you mentioned a few times now do you remember what has been your turning moment in spirituality? Did it start already early or later on? Um, well, you know, I was raised a, a Christian. And so, you know, I had like all children raised in, in certain religions, you know, we have a, a, a deep abiding belief. I believe in a universal power called God it, as an energy force of positivity. And so I've always believed that since a child, but it's gotten stronger because, you know, living in a, in a very violent home as a child and, and being able to persevere and, you know, go through the fire and come out even stronger. I see that by the grace of God, tell you the truth. And that has continued throughout my life. I'm also a cancer survivor. I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2011, you know, certainly, uh, I didn't have any symptoms. I, in fact, I went to the hospital for appendicitis and that's when they found that I had a grapefruit-sized tumor between my heart and my lung. I, I believe that that was a, a God leading me to the hospital with appendicitis to find out something bigger was going to now be my journey. But I, but I got through that. And again, that's by the grace of God. Um, and so just the life that I'm living today, I, I feel, I feel very, very blessed. You know, I, I had some hardships during my childhood. I am a, a, 
survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And, you know, I've, I've traveled down some dark alleys when I was younger that I could have done without, but it all made me realize that um, there are learning lessons to be had. And I've been blessed with a fantastic life in my adulthood. And so, you know, again, I feel that those are the angels on my shoulders. So mm -hmm. I feel very, very blessed. Mm, beautiful. So where can people reach you, Lisa? So I am building my personal brand on Instagram right now. It's a relatively new page I put up and I would love to have more followers on my Instagram page. So by all means, I welcome everyone to, to join me. It's at the Lisa Branken. Wonderful. Some lessons you learned during your life and you would like to share with our audience, what would it be? It would be to give yourself grace, give yourself permission to forgive yourself for, for maybe choices that you made throughout your life that did not serve you well. And instead of beating yourself up over them, you cannot change your past. So come to accept them and learn from them and grow and expand and elevate your mindset from them. That would be one of the the learning lessons I think that are important for all of us. And also realize that nobody's going to save you. You have to save yourself. And you don't want to live in the victim mentality. You know, we all have a story to tell. Some are, some are harder stories than others. Nobody goes unscathed. We're here as spiritual beings having a human experience. And sometimes those experiences are going to be challenging and very hurtful and emotional. It's learning how to deal with them. And you deal with them by getting real with yourself. And if you need to seek outside help, people that are well-trained to help you navigate through these things, then seek out those people because they're professionals and they can help to guide you. You owe it to yourself to take care of yourself. When your cup is full, you have so much more to give to others. So that, that would be another great lesson I think that we all need to take into consideration. And also realize too that you are uniquely you. Nobody brings to the table what you bring to the table. Share your talents and gifts with the world and, and stand in your power and be proud. Mm, beautiful. And Lisa, maybe one last word. What would be your biggest dream to come true or to come to life? Um, it's funny because Esther, I wrote a short story that uh, a while back for a contest that I came in second place and I, and it was about four years ago and I really, it was called the ride of my life. And I really think that I was um, predicting my own future kind of on a psychic level. And really for me, it is to continue to do work with women. I would love to travel to all different places on the globe working with women who, especially women that um, maybe came from dysfunctional childhoods. I mentor a lot of those women now here in Florida um, to be able to help them to see who they really are, their true reflection of self and not what other people said that they are. And I think that that would be the best gift that I could give 
So doing service for others is so, so important to me. And I really do think that's a high vibrational lifestyle. And that's what I'd like to continue to do. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Lisa, for having been here and having shared all your wisdom. It has been so nice to, to learn from you. Esther, I thank you so much. Keep shining your beautiful light on everyone. And I look forward to meeting you in person one day. Oh, yes, we will. <laughs> thank you, Lisa. Have a beautiful day.